The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Hey, did you enjoy the free podcast in August? Hey, your freeloading days are over. Now, if you want this podcast every single day, you have to be a patron. But sign up. You get the booze bundle, four swag items, amazing. You get access to our Discord channel where we are actually breaking Saints news because our patrons have sources. And you get access to this podcast every single day, ad-free. No ads Ever. So do it. Sign up today and become a Saints Happy Hour fan club patron. Go to saintshappyhour.com and sign up. Once again, go to saintshappyhour.com. This is Sean Payton, head coach of the New Orleans Saints. What's with this Saints Happy Cast? This has to be the worst Saints podcast in the world. Ralph can't say anyone's name right. Andrew doesn't know football. Everyone has a hard time listening to Dave. And is Kevin even there tonight? The audio with this podcast, my God, the audio, it's its painful. Welcome into another edition of Saints Happy Hour Podcast. Today is a free episode, but you should sign yourself up at the $10 level and become a member of the Saints Happy Hour Fan Club because then you get access to Andrew's player grades, which we are about to talk about. They are amazing. He posts them the early Monday morning, and when the Saints win or they lose and you want to binge on Saints content, they are the best thing out there. And when I say they're the best thing out there, I really mean it. The reason I know Andrew is because I read his grades back in the day on Saints Nation blog, and I was like, these are the best Saints grades anywhere because he makes jokes and he re- he writes it in a way that if you're not a football nerd and don't know 9,000 football terms, you can understand what the hell you're reading, and it helps you learn about football. So when I say that, the best thing going, I really mean it. It's not just a pitch. Uh, so how's it going, Andrew? How were the how were the grades? The first one of the year. Yeah, it, no, I mean it's it's a it's a fun process, man, and you know it's it's a lot of work, uh, and I kind of have to deep dive and kind of shut myself off from the world and ignore my family and all that so (laughs) but uh but it's uh it's fun i mean obviously it's a lot more fun when you haven't been doing it for six months and uh you're coming off the high of a win like that you know it can be brutal when the team's seven and nine and for the third (laughs) straight year fatigue yeah you get the fatigue of doing it you know like in the 12th game of the season or something when you know they're not making the playoffs so it can sometimes be tough but uh, no, I, I mean, from what the feedback I get is that people like it. So, you know, yeah. as long as people uh, keep keep liking it, then we'll keep doing it. So, well, uh, but yeah, no, it, it was good. I mean, you know, obviously there's a lot to chew on in there. And uh, I, I guess the big thing that I'll say before kind of you ask specific questions is that it was really clear to me that the offense in particular was out of sync and didn't play well. And you know, the concern there is that it felt a little bit like the Minnesota playoff game. You know, there it was very reminiscent of that. Uh, it was an offense starved for, for big plays. 
And it's concerning to me that, you know, they hit on two big plays. And once again, one of the big plays is a trick play where Taysom Hill's throwing the ball. So yeah. the fact that that was one of their two big plays, again, kind of like the Minnesota game, it's just like, okay, can, can this offense make big plays without Taysom Hill? Uh, but, you know, obviously the, the play to Jared Cook was huge. Well, yeah, and listen, Drew Brees, after the game, he was he made he pulled he pulled no punches about his uh his performance. Um but I don't have that sound. So anyway, we'll just keep going as the, the soundboard's being freaky. Um so Andrew, he he admitted, look, I'm te- I was terrible. Uh, I was awful. And Sean Payton admitted his play calling was bad. He felt like he put the Saints offense in spots where they couldn't succeed did you see that on film well I think he's going to take the blame first of all you know um and and I I think on some level yeah it's probably probably wasn't great play calling I mean here's the thing I think about all this uh Breeze and Brady both to me didn't look good in this game and you got to remember like this isn't Russell Wilson or Patrick Mahomes or Deshaun Watson, where they can kind of just go out there and, and wing it, you know? And, and I mean, their whole career and success is based on preparation and repetition. And that's not to like slight them as athletes, but Brady and Breeze are not built to just go out there and, and wing it. They, 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 they win with their head, they win with ball placement, they win with, like I said, repetitions. And their process is completely different yeah. from a freak athlete like Mahomes. And so I think I think going into this game, it, it was a little tough on both for that reason. And I, I just think it's going to take time. Breeze looked off. He, he, there were a number of throws. And it, it's not, it wasn't an arm talent. Thing. No. When I was, was watching the film, it wasn't like he was missing throws because he didn't have the juice. It wasn't that. It was just he was missing accuracy wise because he doesn't have his time. Three of them, three of them to me stood out the most. He missed Kamara on a little swing route where normally yep. he hits Kamara in stride. That's a twenty-five yard gain, and he just like yep. threw it over his head. I was like, "What?" Another throw. It was like third and third and four, third and five. He threw it to Traquan Smith. Traquan Smith caught it, but he was short of the marker, and it wasn't because yep. Traquan Smith ran the route placement. wrong. He just yeah. had to come back to it. And another one, Emmanuel Sanders, like you mentioned. Normal Drew Brees throw, he hits Emmanuel Sanders in stride. Emmanuel Sanders walks into the end zone, you know? Um, so I think I think that was a that was that was issues. But you know, the other thing was, and we me and you talked about it uh, on text messages last night. Uh, we Sean Payton's play calling was a little bit odd, and I want this soundbite work. So I want you to, t- I want Sean Payton, I want you guys to hear about Sean Payton, what he thought of his own play calling. Games where you feel like you get into a rhythm, and you know, I thought thought we ran the ball pretty well. I, I didn't really uh, help us out any with, with some of the looks and some of the calls I made. There's a handful of plays that we're going to watch on tape, and it's not going to be the players. It's it's on me. You know, so that's really that's really interesting. And I guess you know, a, a coach he can. It's easier to admit that right after a win. But I thought that's that's cool honesty by Sean Payton, where he's like, you know, I just was kind of shit today. Yeah, I mean, look, he's going to fall on the sword and take the blame. Again, I just think it's tough, man. It's COVID. You know, you Mm -hmm. don't have preparation. I was really worried about the interior offensive line going into this game. I've been 
all training camp I've been saying that. And yep. on some level, like, how could we have expected any better? I mean, Nick Easton was thrown in there at right guard. Andres Peets missed all of camp. And he was playing with – yeah. he was just recovering from a broken hand, and he was thrown in there. And McCoy has been playing next to Ruiz. They've been trying to fast-track that. He thought he was going to go to right guard. Now he's back at center. And Easton is playing to his right, and, you know, he hasn't had... There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. (laughs) I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. Any practice, so like, they had no cohesion. And the, the play in the third quarter, especially, where it kind of went off the rails, was just brutal and it was a comedy of errors between the three of them it's just like they keep switching who who is failing and you know so uh, the interior play like it has to get better and it will get better and and they will get some cohesion there and hopefully Ruiz can come back and you know they can get Nick Easton out of there maybe but you know that that's probably the problem area for me right now it's just the offensive line like it all starts there it all starts up front and it it wasn't good well the thing is with Easton is he his fluctuation of his scale because remember last year he he came in they had to play him early and he was terrible his Mm -hmm. scale the problem with Easton is his scale goes from terrible to adequate like that's his scale because remember sometimes at the end of the year last year you were like Easton's looking okay the Saints they they hung on to him they let him get healthy and he's looking okay but I've seen a year of him Andrew like that's his scale horrible to adequate and that's just what you're gonna have to live with when when he plays you're just gonna have to hope he can be adequate and he's not gonna be any better and you're gonna get games yeah. like yesterday and, and it's well I mean it's just like from a power standpoint I mean you're just seeing Sue push him into the pocket repeatedly in, in pass protection and that's a tough matchup I mean Adamic and Sue isn't what he used to be but he's he's a tough block you know and that's yeah. a tough assignment and he's not gonna have to face Sue every week um, but. You know, and then the conundrum with Andres Pete is, man, like you just see some plays. And I think fans are harder on Andres Pete because when he flops, it tends Ooh. to be it tends to be more like epic. You know, you, you, you see it on tape and it's like unmistakable with Andres Pete. You'll be like, what the hell was that? Right. He's like, and, and it you know, stand, what Andres- it stands out to you. But what but it doesn't stand out when offensive linemen are making good plays. 
And I will just point out that like there's other moments in this game where he is destroying dudes, pancaking, like black. And you see the power and you see why the Saints fell in love with him from the very beginning and why they gave him a contract. And it's just like, man, if he could just put it all together and he could have a full game playing like this, like Andres Pete has moments where he absolutely dominates the guy in front of him, completely yeah. dominates. Nick Easton is never doing that. Here's the thing. Andres Pete is like the audio with this podcast. It's either very good and fine or it's a complete and utter disaster. Like, and, and <laughs> when it's a complete and utter, utter disaster, there's sometimes no, it oscillates there's no hiding during it. one podcast, right? Yeah, like sometimes, sometimes it's a complete disaster, yeah, and when it was a, a complete disaster, podcast, you can't you can't hide it. Great, yeah, <laughs> you can't hide it. Um, you can't hide. The wait is finally over. Football is back. You may not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season, from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props. Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any other place online. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start wagering on win, division, and championship futures now. Head to betonline.ag today and take Take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. You know, the other thing before we get to the defense was outstanding, but the other thing on this, you know, your offensive line, uh, Ramchek was his normal great self. Um, you know, Armstead yeah. was good. The thing with the Saints offense, though, as bad as it sputtered, and it's, you know, it, and it's sputtering versus Tampa yesterday at times. And it was like, oh, my God, this offense, like, this is getting, this is this game is getting close. It's getting to one score. This The Tampa Bay is winning the lines. They're really in control of this game except for the turnovers. And then, boom, Cook, 46 yards, Saints back in control. And yeah. that's the thing with this offense. It's so loaded and so deep, and Breeze can be kind of terrible, and they still can knife you in the gut. Like that's what makes this team. I think is gonna they're gonna be special. And well, that, that... I, I think yeah, I, I think it's just gonna take time. And again, you gotta blame COVID. And you gotta Breeze is, is the uh, repetition quarterback, you know. And it's just it's gonna take time. They didn't have OTAs, and it's, it's gonna take time to perfect it. And they'll nail that down in practice. Look, Drew Breeze, he's gonna you know he's gonna work overtime to get this dialed in. Yeah, he, well, you know he's not happy. And, so, and again, you you go ahead. No, I was just going to say, look, for 125 years or however long they've been playing football, coaches have always said, I got to practice. We got to practice more. We got to have off season. We got to work. We got to do two-a-days. We got to hit with the pads, and we got to do this, and you got to get the time in and down, and the only way to get better at football is to play football. And all coaches, from Newt frickin' Rockney to Bear Bryant to Sean Payton, they all preach the same thing for 125 years. And – Yesterday, it proved out they know what they're talking about. And that's all I'm going to say. Like, you got to practice football to be good at football. Totally. You know? Uh, the thing, I and I think this is where Sean Payton kind of laments the game he had play calling. I, I think he has a tendency to over-substitute, get really tricky and fancy with his play calls. Um, and I think because of the way the game was going because the offense like things weren't really happening i think the saints were doing a good job with latavius murray and if i i just feel like if they had kept it a little bit more vanilla because yeah clearly the the cohesiveness wasn't there the interior offensive line looked like their heads were swimming breeze was off 
you know, it's like Michael Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders weren't really making it happen. And I just think it got to a point there where it's like, okay, let, let's just pound it with Latavius Murray for a drive. Cause that, that yeah. he was running the ball pretty good, you know? And I just yeah. feel like if they had maybe kept it a little bit more simple, gotten in more like third and ones, third and twos, yeah. then you, that opens up the playbook a little bit and just like shrink the margins, you know? And I, I just feel like, you know, first yeah. and 10 sweep to Camara loses four yards. Fuck second and 14. Right. And then second and 14 breeze throws the ball wide or, you know, or, or checks it down to, to, so it's third and Kamara, nine Camara. Now it's third and nine. Yeah. So it's just yeah. like, I, I just felt like it, it was, it wasn't great, you know, and, and Camara, by the way, his protection was awful. Ooh, terrible. Um, yeah, bad. So I, I just think they have a ton to clean up and, and look, uh, I was going to save this comment for the big show. Uh, but you know, maybe I'll, I'll say it again there, but I, I think this Ralph, when you look at this game and you look how bad the interior offensive line played, I think Kamara had a terrible game. I know he scored twice, but I, I thought Kamara was bad. I thought Breeze was bad. I thought Michael Thomas was bad. If I tell you all that before the game, the interior line's going to be oh awful. Oh, my God. Breeze I... is going to be awful. Kamara's going to be awful. Michael Thomas is going to be awful. And the Saints win by 11 points. You would have told me I, I'm out of my freaking mind. I'd have, said, I, well, I'd, have t- I'd have said, well, I'd have said, that's what good I'd teams have, do. I'd have said, I'd have said, look, uh, the Saints, the defense created a bunch of turnovers. They either had a special team score or defensive score, and that's why they won. Like, if you'd have told me all that, and that's what happened. Like, if, but on the flip side, if I'd have shown you Tampa Bay three turnovers and a blocked kick at Sunday at two o'clock, you'd have been like, Saints by two touchdowns at least, you know? So, Listen, that that this, it was the Minnesota playoff game without the turnovers. That's what it. That's what it was yesterday. You know. Yeah. And, yeah, and well, turnovers are a big deal. Yeah, yeah so like they they would have probably won that without the you, turnovers. You you score a defensive touchdown in the NFL, you win ninety percent of the time. And Sean Payton referenced it. Uh, Sean Payton referenced it in his post game comments. So now the yeah. offense struggled, but the defense and the special teams. We got to start with Margus Hunt, a.k.a. the wildling from the Game of Thrones. He goes out, blocks a field goal. I don't care that it was mostly Tampa being terrible. Just the fact that they got the he dude. He almost blocked an extra point, too. The dude, They got the eight-foot-tall dude from the Game of Thrones. Who's He's from, uh, where is he from? Like He's from, like, Estonia. Iceland. What's that? Estonia. Estonia, yeah. Like, he's a, he's a Simpson character come to life, practically. That he did that at Andrew, it just tickled me to death. I loved it. He, yeah, and look, he, that, that was his thing coming out of college. I don't know if you remember reading my yeah. whole recap on him and just what, what he brings to the table. And it's just, it's just hilarious that the Saints go out and find a guy like that. And uh, they bring him in like, ah, oh, this guy might be able to block a field goal. Boom, he does it in the first game. Just amazing. So, I mean, you know what's really interesting, Ralph, is that, remember now, Benny Fowler and Marcus Hunt were both on the practice squad this week. They called both of them up before the game, and both of them make huge special teams plays. Huge. Benny Fowler recovers the fumble. Marcus Hunt blocks a field goal. So, uh, obviously, they didn't make the initial 53, but I'm glad glad no one picked him up 
Well, uh, WWL, WWL took my joke out and redid it a little. I, I called what the Saints did to Tampa on special teams. I called it a snuff film. I mean, <laughs> it was a dude. It was a massacre. And when they, you they wouldn't let you uh, use the word snuff. Yeah, like you you massacre a team like that on special teams. Like that's a huge huge win. The Saints, Morstead in your write up, he was amazing. So let's talk about Morstead. All right. He's the only A plus that I gave. Okay, and and I I think this is low key. Maybe I tweeted about this. Maybe the best game of his illustrious career. I do not throw that out lightly. I know I know how good he is. I know he's been the best punter in the league pretty much for the last decade. But when you talk about six punts, zero return yards, five of the six punts inside the twenty, and the sixth one. <laughs> was downed at the 20, 22, okay? Zero return yards, 44-yard net average. Oh, and then he comes in, and it's like, hey, there was a penalty. We're up to the 50. Go in and kick off. We're going to need you to pooch. He creates a turnover, executes it flawlessly. Uh, what more can you say about the guy? Yeah, I mean, he's just— And, he's and, just... and I didn't even mention this in my write-up, Ralph. On the last field goal, the short field goal— wasn't a great snap. Went out and got it with his hands, brought the ball, but was not a great snap. Morstead made it happen. So, like, that dude is making plays all over the field. I don't even know if anyone notices, but we need to sing his praise because he is freaking awesome. Yeah, we're gonna, we, we, Morstead won't be won't, – he won't be appreciated until hopefully, like, five, six, seven years down the line when the Saints have, like, a year where they have, like, three punters. And you got a dude shanking punts and 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 doing horrible horrible job. We, and he won't be appreciated because yesterday no one noticed Morstead. I mean, people just we're, we're noticing Jenkins on the pick six. We're noticing the defense sacking Brady. We're you know, we're noticing your UDFA adopted son Granderson with a strip sack. I mean, uh, the thing about the defense, Andrew, is look, I, I know. Jenkins gave up some plays, but I thought his tackling was really good, which kind of surprised me. We thought the tackling for the teams would be bad. Jenkins' tackling was really good. I thought the I thought the corners for the Saints were as advertised. Uh, and this secondary, when they play teams with a bad quarterback, oh, it's going to get fun. The Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 is a premium electric trimmer that's designed to give you a confidence boost through body image. Their ceramic blade and skin safe technology are designed to reduce nicks or tugs on your fellows down low. The Lawnmower 3.0 is also waterproof and comes with an LED light so you can manscape in the shower, in the dark, or in the dark shower, whatever floats your boat. They also just released their Shears 2.0 nail kit, which is the perfect add-on to their Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer. The Shears 2.0 is a luxury four-piece nail kit featuring tempered stainless steel tools and it includes tipped tweezers, rounded point scissors, fingernail clippers, and a medium grit nail file. The Shears 2.0 Nail Kit allows you to pluck your eyebrows and trim your nails in style. On their website, you'll find the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. This will help you tame that summer swamp ass with natural hydrants, antioxidants. You'll also find the Crop Reviver, 
a testy toner that's like having cologne that's designed for your balls. We won't judge you if we catch you sniffing yourself. Go to manscaped.com, check out some of these life-changing products. In fact, listeners of this show will get 20% off plus free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code armchair. It's time to grab 2020 by the horns by shaving that front trunk. And, and bad yeah, quarterback and no yeah. receivers, well, I should and, say. It's, and look, I feel like I'm talking a lot about the Saints. I just want to say really quick about Tampa. Levante David and Devin Oof. White is an incredible tandem. And it reminded me of playing Carolina when they had Keekly and Thomas Davis in their prime. And, you know, they, they're just so instinctive. They're so fast. They're so physical. Uh, they, they shoot gaps really well. They take great angles. And so... You know, part of the part of that, the other side of that coin is, you know, you criticize the Saints for the lack of cohesiveness. But this was a really tough opponent. And, yeah. and you know, Tampa deserves credit because those two guys are awesome. Tampa, th- they're not going to have linebackers issues like that every week. Yeah, they're going to have issues on offense because I think Brady has serious. He's the decline is real for him. I think they're going to have issues. But the thing is, he's not going to have those two horrific throws like he had against the Saints yesterday or on Sunday. And they're going to win games because of their defense, and Brady's going to be like – Brady's going to do what Breeze did on Sunday, where he's going to be like 19 of 31 for a buck 80 and two touchdowns but no turnovers, and Tampa's going to win 24-17, 27-17. And they got an extra playoff spot this year. Remember that, kids. It's seven teams instead of six. So Tampa, they're going to be an eight, nine-win team, I think, and they're going to be in the mix all year. And their defense is good. I mean, I apologize. I should know this. The, is the playoff thing that does that? That's this year. That start this year. Or that next starts year? this year. So you got seven. Oh, wow. So you got seven playoff teams, and only one team gets a bye. So I mean, you're gonna have chaos because t- you're gonna have more teams in the mix for playoffs. You're not gonna have. So it's, at, is it just an extra wild card? It's just an extra wild card, and 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 oh, wow. you, the first, the, the only the number one seed gets the bye. So. You're gonna have you you have three play you have three you have six games, wild card weekend, you know. Man, that first seed is even more Gold. important. It's, yeah, so the corners on defense were good. I I want to say this, you know, the 2017 draft, we've talked about it, we've written sonnets about it, I've written dozens of columns, love letters to it. It's amazing. Trey Hendrickson is like the forgotten guy of the 2017 draft. And he, Andrew, has turned himself into a really, really nice player. He picked up right where he left off against Minnesota in the playoff game where he was amazing. He just kept on keeping on. And he's just a guy, he's gotten 10% better every single year. And it's his fourth year, and he's going to be, I'm going to tell you, he's going to be a six, seven sack guy for the Saints. And some team is going to pay him like three years, 24, 27 million to be their number two rusher. And I don't know if he's that good. I don't know that I'd want him to be my number two rusher on my team when he's with the Saints and he's the third or fourth best rush guy. That's ideally what you want him. But he's turned into a really nice player. And for, for, for a mid-round pick to do that, that's all you can ask, man. He's, he's a really good and fun player. Yeah, he's fun. He's a hard worker, and he's not going to – blow you away with his athleticism but he just he's relentless and i i i lament that here's the thing like i'm just going to complain about this for a second because this has always been a pet peeve of me i hate it ralph that you don't get credit for a sack when 
a quarterback has intentional grounding. I hate yeah. that. Like if, if, if you're sacking the quarterback and he decides to just spike the ball into the ground and you get the penalty yardage and all that, like it should count as a sack. The NFL should count that statistically. And so he yep. gets robbed of a two sack day because Brady blatantly grounds <laughs> and that that's annoying. But I, I, the thing about Hendrickson, you know, is it's just like he he's playing the run. Well, he's rushing the passer. Well, he's good in pursuit. Um, you know, he's, he's just feels like a balanced defensive end. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Yeah. And the other guy that you gave an A, you didn't give him an A plus like Thomas Moore said, but you gave him an A minus, C.D. Deuce, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. He, I felt like he was low-key amazing where I thought he had some good 
good plays, but I didn't come out of the game yesterday being like, wow, he was great. And I saw your grades, and I was like, yeah, he was pretty great. So what did he do yeah. that maybe most fans missed? Well, you know, I'll be honest. Chauncey Garner-Johnson last night or during the game was everything I wanted Von Bell to become and and, and Kenny Vaccaro, and they never did, you know? And, and that's just like being able to cover the slot playing in the box, uh, doing a good job in coverage against bigger targets, running with, with quicker targets. I mean, he, he just he can do it all, man. And, and, and that's the thing that he's such a versatile weapon. Him and Malcolm Jenkins on the field together. Malcolm Jenkins had a good game, too. And I, I just think him and Malcolm Jenkins on the field together gives you so much flexibility and mm-hmm. you know i just think oj howard had the one touchdown but like if you look at oj howard and gronk in this game they were totally neutralized by and the when way you look at when you look at brady and you say like brady had a bad game he loves throwing at tight ends and like they just took that away from him well i want to say this about gronk brady and breeze may have started to look old gronk dude he looked Ancient, like that dude looked old, and I, I well, wonder if he might be—he might be completely washed, Andrew. I, I'm just gonna put that out there. He might be, but I will say he took a devastating shot from Onyemata on his first <laughs> catch, and I, you see him kind of start limping a little after that hit, and I can't help but think shook him up. Yeah, like I, I, want, I mean, look, he hasn't played football in a year. He hasn't taken a hit like that. Yeah, and, I mean, Onyemata wrecked him, and you could see him kind of <laughs> yeah. limping a little bit, and like, like he stayed in the game he played. But like, I wouldn't be surprised if he's on the injury report this week because Onyemata laid him to. Yeah, waste. that's one of those things, man. Where like, you know, as a, as a tight end, if it's a normal training camp, you're gonna get hit hard you'll either get hit hard in practice one time or during like a preseason game right to sort of like get you acclimated and he didn't get that until Onyemata laid into him Sunday so that's a fair that's a fair point with Gronk but I'm I'm sticking with it he looked he looked awful yesterday um so listen guys these are the grades and, and you should you should sign up become a $10 patron get your booze bundle and you get access to everything and let me tell you on a Monday after a Saints game you get the Instant Reaction Pod, you get Andrew's grades, you get my WWL TV column early with the best jokes that they take out. It's $10 a month for Saints season. Freaking do it so you can binge on Saints content. So, I mean, final thoughts on grades, Andrew, then we'll get out of here. What is one thing that you're going to be really looking for going into the Raider game that you want to see continue them to do well and one thing that you're like they got to get that fixed and if it happens two weeks in a row then i'm concerned well i want to watch the raiders tape uh before i dive into that too much but um you know i'll start just by saying i'm gonna be looking at the injury report first i mean it'd be nice to get pj williams back because DJ Swearinger to me was a little shaky and that's probably PJ Williams's role that he was occupying. So it'd be great to get him back. Uh, it would definitely be good to get, uh, uh, Davenport, sorry, or, and Ruiz, both of them. Um, so I'll, I'll be watching the injury report and I think that could potentially help, but I think it's got to start like the two things for me, like 
if there's holes there and if there's if if Breeze has more yeah. time to throw, like I, I think he'll get more accurate. I'm not worried about Breeze. I, I think Camara will have better games running the football. You know, if Breeze has more time, he'll get Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders more involved. So I'm less freaking out about that. And I, it's more just like the offensive line has to play better. And, and the thing about the Raiders is the Carolina Panthers hung up 30 points on him. And I, I just think they looked awful. Now, I kind of watched the game passively, so I'll watch the tape and get maybe a bigger sense of where the Saints can exploit them. But I don't think this is going to be a challenge like Tampa was. And so and I the do thing think is, this will be an easier matchup for the offensive line, and I expect them to play better. And here's the here's the thing with the 2020 season. You know, we lamented, oh, the Saints didn't, you know, going into the game, we're like, oh, the Saints won't have their crowd noise, and can they affect Brady, and they won't be able to get false starts, although Tampa did have a bunch of false starts, weirdly, with no crowd. But, you know, we were like, oh, we don't get our crowd. We don't get we don't get to affect this Tampa Bay offense. Well, you get the flip side of that this week. The Saints are going to Vegas, and it would have been the opening game of the new Vegas stadium with a bedlam crowd, a hard ticket to get. That would have been raucous, and that would have made – an offensive line that's struggling with injuries. Maybe you get guys back. You're trying to work in the continuity in a hostile environment. It would have been that much more difficult. Now, Monday, there's going to be no one there, and it's going to be a lot easier. Yeah, that's uh, that's a good point, Ralph. Yeah, it's. I mean, it'll be nice to have the shoe on the other foot, right, where another team's affected by it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the Packers look good, and Aaron Rodgers looks on point. That's going to be a great matchup. You know, if Aaron yeah. Rodgers is playing that way and – the Saints secondary is looking good. Uh, that could be really interesting. So I think you really want to make sure the Packers are, are low-key going to be a, uh, you know, a team in the NFC that, that's worth watching this year. So uh, I, I think you want to go into that game 2-0. and And so, um, you know, obviously starting with yeah. the Raiders this weekend. I mean, this is a game I, I think the Saints should be favored. Uh, Rugs scares half. me a little bit. He got, he got banged up on his knee, so hopefully Ruggs is out. Uh, but that's another one to pay attention to on the injury report. Yep. I mean, so early line, Saints are five-and-a-half favorites uh, in Vegas. Vegas is still trying to figure out how to do these lines, uh, and it'll be weird. But, guys, thanks for joining us for the Grades Podcast. Sign your rear end up and become a Saints Happy Hour patron. It's the best $10 a month you'll spend all football season already. So do it. So thanks for joining us, guys. Thanks for supporting the show. And we will see you again tomorrow. Join Saints Happy Hour Fan Club today. We'll mail you the best swag. You'll get exclusive access to our daily Saints podcast. And you can talk football 24-7 with other Saints fans in our Discord channel. Go to SaintsHappyHour.com and sign up today.